this is tate and this is ren welcome back everyone to tales at 3 a.m we've been on a little bit of a break but that's okay but we're back and uh and we're smiling <laughs> now we had to recoup from the Samhain and halloween hangovers and <laughs> had to uh had to uh re-enlist ourselves back into our own realms per se yeah uh i had a uh i had a really cool outing on the 30th i know i've really gone into a whole lot of detail but it was really interesting and i don't know if you saw the video that i posted the the small little thing i posted about or not or did i send it to you yeah i did you sent it to me and i saw where you posted it and Oh, yeah, yeah, where like the box went off while they were talking and everything. Yeah, and the thing is, is I mean, I'm not going to say that Casper was standing there. I, I'm, I'm not going to say that whatsoever. All I'm going to say is, based upon what the gentleman was saying and what they were saying about that particular device, the only way to, and and I'll I'll cut back here for just a second. Anybody that doesn't know what I'm referring to, we'll talk about that. You know, going to Instagram or anything like that, so you can see it, but. There, that particular device creates a bubble around it of EMF field, and it takes something. Well, let me let me go back. That device can do can pick up like four different types of of things within it, but that particular light going off was strictly for the EMF field. It can detect uh, vibrations. It can detect changes in temperature, all that kind of stuff. But that particular light was saying that the EMF field was being disturbed, which it, that device itself creates a bubble around it of EMF field. And anything that penetrates that bubble makes the thing go off. And my only thing was if, if they're basically just standing there and not triggering anything my thought is it would have gone off way before then because whatever shuffling they were doing or not doing at the time what had already set it off prior yeah now i wouldn't have thought anything really of it if he had said oh okay that just means that there's a temperature fluctuation well we're standing that he they're standing next to a win that device was standing next to a window so i would have thought you know hey maybe it was just a draft tended that thing out 
Yeah. The fact that it was the EMF part going off, that's what made me say, hmm, there's nothing in the room that would have caused that. There's nothing around us that was producing an EMF field. You know what I'm saying? Like there was nothing wacky going on. There was no electronic devices or anything like that that was around it that would have said, hmm, there was a spike. And also, the you have to get close enough physically to the antenna inside the thing to make it go beep. There was nothing that got into it physically from the three of us to make it go off. So as you no know, they're just talking, next you know, the thing goes off. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know, I'm sitting there trying to debunk it in my head, but I can only debunk it so far. So I'm thinking, okay, this might be something. Like I said, I'm not going to say it was a ghost, but I'm going to say it was paranormal because it yeah. was outside of the realm of normal. Something triggered it, Something or it's just it. a really cool party trick. <laughs> One of the two. And it's like, you know, I, I didn't see what triggered it, so I'll never know. I just know that it went off with neither the three of us having made it go off. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah. Other than that, that was like the only thing that occurred that night. But what I'm referring to when I say that night, on the 30th, Rand, you know about this. Um, I had the opportunity to meet up with um, Haunted South Florida, along with She Haunts and Witchy Paranormal and Ghost Hunter Barbie. That That's their Instagram names. And uh, we all got together for a, I guess you could call it a quote unquote ghost hunt. That was at three historic area locations in Fort Lauderdale from 7 until 10 that night where the gentleman who's in charge of Haunted South Florida, uh, he put on this thing for like 30 minutes from 7 to 7.30. It was, you know, him going over the different equipment and stuff like that. And then us, you know, separating out and going into a house and uh, an old school building, things of that nature. And getting people to participate and using the equipment, asking questions, seeing if we could get any kind of responses and stuff like that. It was real fun because I had not done that inside of a group before. Um, I did do recordings uh, on my camera. I was, you know, from what I could. And then once my battery died on my camera, I switched to my cell phone. I still haven't looked at the stuff on my cell phone yet. But out of everything that I recorded that night, other than a, uh, a cat ball that was sitting on top of which i don't think i've actually shown that yet but one of the things like i said i don't know if it was paranormal or not anything like that but it was it's a cat ball that's triggered by um like motion motion detection motion mm -hmm. sensing whatever they did have a cat ball that was sitting on top of a mannequin that did the mannequin did not have a head it was out in the hallway it was from like from the neck down and it had a, an outfit on it. The cat ball was sitting on top of the neck of it <clears throat> and every in the here and there, it would just go off. <laughs> now we're like, okay. Cause I even asked one of the ladies, you know, Hey, what makes the, you know, what is this thing powered by? I don't know that it was powered by a battery or anything like that. I haven't yet to figure that out, but the cat ball was sitting on top of the mannequin and like I said, periodically, it would go off. I mean, I, there was times I was sitting just watching the mannequin. All of a sudden, it just, the light on the ball just start going off. Well, 
I got close enough to it to make sure, because with it being motion sensor, you don't know it, like if someone walking by it makes it go off. But I mean, yeah, I got close enough to it, and I was stomping around just to make sure that that me stomping or walking wasn't going to make the thing activate. And it yeah, wasn't. it wasn't triggering it. Yeah, it wasn't triggering because I was just trying to rule that out. Like, well, no, there's a bunch of us up here. It's a hardwood floor. Maybe we're making the thing go off. So I'm trying to sit there and debunk it because I'm not going to sit there and say, oh my gosh, it's a ghost when it may not be nothing like that. I will rule out the possibilities of what it could be before I sit there and say, okay, yes, it's this. So... Yeah, I always rule out the mundane before I jump into paranormal. I mean, so I was. I was walking around it, kind of stepping around it, stuff like that, just to make sure I wasn't doing something and it wasn't going off. But every now and then the thing would sit there and it would just start just flashing by itself and no one else was around it like i said there was at one point i was out in the hallway just staring at it nobody was walking around and it would just trigger itself off so i got some video of that i just didn't post it and the only reason is because by that time my camera had lost battery life and i was recording with my cell phone and i didn't have enough light to show the surrounding area just the ball glowing and I figured that probably wasn't enough to even look at, so I just didn't show it. I still have it. It just it's it didn't show enough of detail of anything else outside the ball for it to show up anything for me. But uh, yeah. we went to each room. We I did- wonder why they only like I wonder why they only had it from seven to ten, and why they didn't make it almost an all nighter type thing. Because most paranormal happenings don't really happen until like between the hours of midnight and three like i think it was scheduling because after 10 o'clock like most of everybody had already started leaving or had to go home and take care of this and take care of that so i think it was just a scheduling thing um but yeah we were going to each room uh we were doing uh evp stuff we were doing emf stuff asking questions trying to see if we could get any kind of responses uh trying to you know see if any school kids were talking to us anything like that um there was uh during the time that i was in the house some other people were in the school building and from what i was told i wasn't there to see this so i can only go by word of mouth but i was told um that there was a a kid that was doing a um an Etsy session and we'll go into that maybe either this episode or another episode, but he was doing an Etsy session and the father that was in there asked the question out loud to, you know, a gentleman said something like, well, how's your business doing? And pardon my language. The thing that the kid said out loud was Fuck you. <laughs> and so they were all like, okay. So, you know, what's like, yeah. Seems so, like a pissed off teenager to me. Yeah, so like somebody was irritated a little bit, but um it was um it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh may have gotten an e a uh, an EVP upstairs in a doll room where someone we were asking questions and I asked a question uh was Ooh, I hate dolls. Yeah, it, it was a doll room and uh I was sitting there recording, asked a question. Uh, you know, is anybody in here with us and may have gotten the word Frank at the end of that. Um, 
I will have to go back and actually ch and check and see how clear that was. I don't think it was that clear, but I think I still got it recorded. Um, I didn't put it off as being anything that I was going to necessarily use, but I can always go back and just see if that was something that came across. But it sounds like you can hear a guy saying Frank. Uh, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, the uh, the night was real well. Got to meet some really cool people. I ended up staying past 10 o'clock just because I was outside talking to the people who were running the program or are part of everything. And we were taking selfies with each other and talking about different matters and whatnot. So that was fun. So I didn't get back to the house until after 11 something, I think. But uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, looking forward to doing that again and bringing uh, Witchy Paranormal and Ghost Hunter Barbie for a future episode as guests on here i asked them about nice. it and uh they're all for it uh so it's just a matter of setting that up with them and and going from there i figure we can you know have them you know be host or guest on a on a next episode and i'm not sure when that's going to happen but definitely you know want to talk about trying to set that up i think it'll be fun um well as you know Salwin just ended literally like yesterday or something because that one takes place for a course of like two weeks yes we generally celebrate it on halloween but it actually stands for about two weeks that last week of october going into like the first week of november so um dealing with one, the changing weather and stuff and all of it, the veil just still being super thin and all that and everything. And um, within this time, I'm actually going through courses and stuff to get like Reiki certifications. And I like received a, like my a, first... Like a Reiki master? Yes. The master is way down the road, but um, the... Um, I got my first attunement and so like the whole week within like my first attunement of course like the veil's super thin and all this and I'm just feeling all of the effects <laughs> and then of course we had the uh the full moon blood eclipse I didn't get to see it I fell asleep I woke up right at the tail end of it and I didn't even bother to go outside and see it like it completely drained me the night before and everything like I went to bed like at nine o'clock and I don't go to bed that early um I usually go to bed around like one or two and I was like nope sleep dead to the world I woke up at like 5 30 my time mm -hmm. and my time the eclipse the peak of the eclipse where you can see the full red moon in its glory and the full eclipse and stuff and everything all happened like at right at 5 a.m. So I would have <clears throat> been able to walk outside, see the end of the eclipse, basically, like the last little bit of shadow before it came off of it. And, um, but it was like a real intense time and everything with everyone that I know and we have our um I have my yoga classes that I go to weekly and everything we have different courses and stuff with all that and I'm actually working with the um yoga instructor 
of corresponding with her for me to me and her to basically teach like a tarot class for me to teach how to read the major arcana and okay because in with most decks and most things if you can master the major arcana you can generally apply the reasonings and meanings and imagery to the minor arcana the minor arcana has as many cards as like a standard like playing card deck and then the major arcana has their own separate things but so for like a class course that's only going to be maybe four to six weeks long it's kind of hard to do the entire thing in that short length of time and i'm even having to combine like multiple cards per class to keep it that short because then it'd be like 20 something weeks right i just did one card a week so um and not everyone has full time and stuff for that So we're doing that and she's also going to be looking up and creating a yoga flow to go along with the major arcana cards like the yoga flows that help open up the same emotions and stuff and energies that you would have from those cards into the yoga flow and incorporate it into that practice and yeah, so we're corresponding with that. I'm soon about to start writing like my lesson plan out with it and everything. And it's it's gonna be neat, it's gonna be fun because I've had many people who come to me for readings and then they're just also wanting to learn as well. And I, I'm already telling them how to do this or how to read the cards. I'm like, why don't I just teach a class <laughs> and get everyone here at the same time on the same page? <laughs> So, Holy yeah, so that's that's what's adventure. in the uh, yeah new adventure for me. Um, and of course, the energy work that I'm learning, dealing with for myself and everything, I can incorporate that in as well. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun and neat to see. And I'll be moved into my house by then too. Yay! 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 Everybody Those who don't know, I'm currently homeless. I have a place to stay, but I technically it's not my place. So it's just like I'm crashing in someone else's house right now until the house we're trying to buy where I will actually move into it. So how long do y'all think it's gonna take before you can actually seal the deal and roll in? Closing date is December first. Our move in date will be December fifteenth because the people selling the house need an extra two weeks after closing to finish doing what they need to do to prepare for their move and they kind of need the money they're making off of us for buying this house to go towards the down payment on the new house they're having to buy so holy cow yeah the the, uh that step process that she has you in limbo yeah so i was like i'm technically homeless for like a month but thankfully i have some good people in my life that are letting me like crash me and my family like crash in their house so at least they've got that open door that's the important yes. part. So, but new adventures, new chapters for everyone all around, basically. And it's right before Yule. It's going to be right before, it's, we're moving in like right before Yule and the winter solstice and Christmas and all that and everything. So the, definitely uh, as the year comes to an end and to begin a new year, it's the same one chapter is coming to an end to begin a new. Beginning so a new one, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's ironically with me thinking about it, just almost kind of timed perfectly. So being able to celebrate something new in a new place. So that sounds exciting. Yeah, because whereas Samhain is viewed as like the witch's new year and everything, there are some who practice who still view Yule as the new year. So there's like two different calendars within like the pagan and witchy community. And it's essentially whatever particular path you follow slash your own preference. So, and it's, yeah, I'm excited. And I'll actually be able to have a proper setup to do this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be able to get my proper setup for that. Um, And amongst other things. And then I'm also going to start making bath salts and oils and candles and stuff to sell too through my Facebook page. Like we'll say, you're going to have an Etsy shop or something? Not an Etsy shop because they take too much. They take too much off of you when you make a sale. And so I would have to make my prices almost double or triple what I would like to sell things at. Oh, okay. For me to even make any money off of Etsy because they are ridiculous with their fees. Um, And I want to keep things very affordable because I remember being really in the beginning of my practice wishing and I know you don't sign up you don't need all these tools to practice you have everything within yourself and your physical body and your spirit and all that you don't need any of the tools to practice you know it's interesting that you brought that up uh there is a I, I don't I don't go around necessarily discussing it but there's actually a um a meetup group that is in south florida that every monday or every other monday they host a uh, an online uh zoom uh class where it's called i think it's like new beginners witchcraft group or something along Mm -hmm. those lines i've attended like two of their meetings so far just to see what they were you know just to see what the group was about and uh, what you just said is is what they say. And, and they're like, look, you don't have to have these special colored candles. You don't have to have these special looking this or special looking that. You don't they're even like, need candles. It's literally just your pure energy and manifestation and your will. Yeah, they, they, um, they, they're saying stuff like, you know, it's... But it's aesthetically pleasing and it's nice right. to have that focal point. <laughs> they said, you know, it, it helps, you know, if with the intent of things but they're like it's all about what's inside of yourself and your intent toward things and uh, they're like you don't even they're like if all you do is walk outside and you sit down and you close your eyes and you think about different stuff then that's all you need they're like it's just it's a matter of you and and what your intent is yes and but again, like I said, like it's aesthetically pleasing and it's nice to have some stuff. And so I, but I remember starting out not being able to afford any of the stuff. And I'm also going to try and incorporate tips and stuff. Be like, you can find almost all the supplies and stuff you need at like Dollar Tree. Literally everything's a dollar, dollar twenty-five now. And like you can get the stuff for cheap to make it work. Um, I think the only thing you can't buy is like the crystals and stuff and everything. But so I want to keep my stuff 
relatively priced to where they can afford it. And so I'm basically just going to cost, if I make oils, the little vials and stuff I sell, like it, it's going to be for the, people are going to be paying for the cost of the materials and a little bit of my time. Like, because right. more than likely I'm going to be making the stuff for myself anyway than any excess or whatever bottle off to sell. And so they're not going to be that expensive. Um, same thing with the candles. It's get the candles and set them for whatever intentions need to be done. Um, I can offer spell work for people and stuff too. It is always better to do yourself, to do the spell work and everything yourself. But <clears throat> there are some people just starting out that don't think that they can, they don't have the power to do this. And it takes time to really build that confidence within yourself being like, I got this. Why am I paying someone else to do this? And, but I'd like to be there in case. And there are some people that I've come across for like spell work with like the prayer candles that they have set up for the intentions and spell work and everything that charge like hundreds of dollars to do it. And I'm just like, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to charge that much. <laughs> it's, at most, at most, I would maybe charge up to a hundred dollars and that'd be something if it would take me like a whole month to do, because there are some specific spell works and the energy that goes into it that does take like a full lunar cycle. I got you. And, but most of the stuff I do is pretty much, it, it manifests within like the week or so. And I'm just like, I'm not going to charge that much. I'm not going to be ridiculous because, again, people who are coming to you wanting spell work, but they're wanting help, they obviously don't have the resources or the money to do it themselves, really, and time and everything. And so it's just, I want to be able to provide those services for people who need it. And this, me doing any of this, yes, I'm making money off of it or will be making money off of it because it's an energy exchange at that point if you can't offer a service for me the way you exchange that energy is with money um but it's i'm not going in this planning on becoming a millionaire off of this or whatever it's literally i'm doing this for the purpose of helping the community grow bringing them together and hopefully even providing like a safe haven for those that are still in the broom closet or just coming out of the broom closet that needs someone there um, with the triple goddess aspect and there's the, the triple moon. It's always like the maiden mother and the crone. I'm in that mother phase right now. So it's like, I want to bring my babies in and hold them and protect them and teach someone I can but I still have lots of learning to go ahead of me before I reach crown status. So, and I'm excited with the journey that awaits ahead of me. Like I, I feel it. I feel everything shifting and it's all shifting for the better. Awesome. So I was going to say, I'm not, uh, let's see. Okay. We've only got like, left it just 
gave me that ding. Warning. So, yeah. Uh, which I didn't know. So, but. At least it gives you a warning. Yeah, I, I was. I didn't know that it was going to, but it did. So I'm, I'm kind of glad about that. Also, I guess we're going to kind of wrap this episode up now. Well, I was going to say, I was actually going to talk about something really quick that I was thought I was going to do later on, but I guess since I'm going to be reading some of it over the weekend, I'll go ahead and mention it now. Have you heard of this book right here called Autumn of the Grimoire? I think so. From uh, J.L. Vampa? The, the title sounds familiar, but I don't think I've actually come across it. I've actually, I've mentioned a couple of times through Instagram or TikTok. I haven't, I haven't really necessarily sat down to read it yet, but I'm going to, uh, I guess I'm going to take a couple of nights over the weekend and start reading it. Uh, the lady who's actually the author, she's on TikTok. And uh, when she saw that I had posted about it, she was like, I hope you enjoyed the book, uh, which was kind of cool getting, you know, like a, per se verification from the from the author itself but once i figured that once i actually read it that i was going to give like a um a review about it on uh on amazon and on a, a future cast talking about the book and and letting her know what i think about oh, yeah. I still like that background i love that background <laughs> i see him like yes but yeah i uh autumn of the grimoire for those of you listening, if you haven't heard anything about it, I think it might be on Kindle. I think there's more than one way to purchase it, but I think it might be on Kindle. But in case you're curious, like I said, I'm going to read it and do a review. And if whoever's interested, you can go out and get your copy of this. And in case you're wondering, no, this is not a paid endorsement. I just thought it was a cool book to share about. So in case you're wondering. But uh, written by J.L. Vampa. You can find her on Amazon and on TikTok and on Instagram if you're curious. We've mentioned a lot of books. Maybe we can look into creating like a little book club where it's a new book each month. We can do that. I don't see why not. We can do that and just talk about a little book each month and yeah. say, hey, if you have a chance, go out and take a look at this and hell, you never know. But uh yeah i was i was actually missing uh oh my gosh there is a countdown on here <laughs> we it's learn actually, something new every day folks yeah it's actually it's actually showing that now okay well we've got like um a little over um that left so we can we can still knock out some stuff within that time frame uh so we talked about uh the 30th and meeting up with that group uh discussed uh future plans that you have uh discussed the book um like i said i've i still have recordings from that night on my phone i haven't gone through yet i just haven't taken the time to which i need to and i also need to put these videos procrastinating yes i'm telling you i have it's it's just you you get start going through start going through stuff and you just kind of sit back you're like yeah i'm looking at it but do i really want to touch it and it's like yeah you got to or else it ain't gonna go nowhere and uh so i, I really gotta do some stuff about that i mean 
hell we've got a youtube channel I haven't posted nothing up there of it yet and there's stuff i've been wanting to put up on there and, and give you the information so if you're wanting to put something up there you can and i just the only thing that's sitting up there is the freaking like marketing pictures i haven't done nothing with it yet and i need to everyone go and comment and stuff and yell at tate to get off his butt and start yeah, working yeah <laughs> no it's just like i get off my butt and actually do something with it make which... him feel guilty <laughs> like a jolly <laughs> Uh, now I'll, I'll honestly like send, Sunday I'll end up uh, working on that stuff and, and going ahead and, and getting that stuff up there because it doesn't just need to just sit there and just and look pretty. It needs to actually have stuff going with it. Or content. Else, yeah, I mean, it just needs to have content on there, or else it's not going to go anywhere. So I mean, but um, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna get to it this weekend. Speaking of which, you better. Uh, yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, this weekend going to uh, going to Orlando because I'm actually going to get to see the uh, Harry Potter experience. Oh, so jealous! <laughs> um, so jealous. So I'm gonna be taking pictures and video of those different places and I will be posting that for everyone to see which should be fun so if anybody sees my Patronus just ignore me <laughs> I'll be bringing my Harry Potter wand with me and you know. what wand do you have it's the uh, it's the Harry Potter one the actual do you one have that... an actual character's wand or Yes, it's an actual character's Harry Potter one. I actually have one. I got in the box. Uh, you have Harry's wand? Yeah. I have uh, Sirius's wand. You would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, go. Uh, it's like I, I wonder if I should like, you know, depending on when, when you go there, of course, there are people who are actors at the place who are acting in character of certain things. So I'm just thinking to myself, if I go up there and I take out my wand and I point it at someone and I say, Avracadavra, I mean, I wonder if they're going to react and explode or if they're just going to look at me and say, you, you know, I just wonder if that's, you know. Well, Avracadavra is fine, but just don't say the, the uh, forbidden curse. <laughs> It's like, I don't know. If I go in there and I, and I, and I say something like Lumo or Lumos or some shit like that. Lumos. That, that, that bitch better turn on is all I'm going to say. It, it, <laughs> better, it, better, it better light up. I'm going to be like, all right now. I want my oh, those of you who have iPhone and stuff or whatever, you can actually say like Lumos to Siri and she'll turn your flashlight on and off. Like you say Lumos to turn it on and not to turn it off. Interesting. I've got an Android. So do I. I'm not that big fan of Apple, but I know that's oh, a little man. thing. I'll have to. So. Uh, everybody listening, if you've got an iPhone, turn it into a wand. Well, all of us that don't have iPhones, turn it into a wand. <laughs> we got... Uh, so, any last words, Rin? Um, 
just waiting to see where the season takes us. I know we're going into, for the United States anyway, this, the, the holidays and stuff and all that and everything. And what we're going to bring is we're going to be talking about Yule, Winter Solstice, History of Christmas, and all that some good of jazz. The, the, yeah, the backstories and what led up to that and the mythology and everything behind everything. That should be History. fun for some episodes. Why we give gifts. History of Old St. Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even touch on some Krampus. Yes, touch on some Krampus. I like evergreen trees. Yes. I love them too. So, but... Yeah, so the season's going to be real fun and full of holiday cheer (laughs) with a twist Uh, with a twist well with that being said since we've got just a little bit of time left um i guess we'll go ahead and crank it down and go ahead and end this episode but we got more episodes coming in december histories of different things and uh got more stuff coming along so it's gonna be great but um this is tate and this is Ren. And this is Tales at 3 a.m. podcast. Thank you all for joining after October. We get more coming. Hope you enjoyed it, and we will uh, catch you all later and continue to stay spooky. Stay spooky. Bye, everybody. Bye.